our church maybe invites and is more welcoming to the Pharisee than it is to the brokenhearted. to the larger picture of the pride of the church as well um, and, and the way we feel. So the church is an institution, I think, which is dangerous in and of itself, but um, just how we miss it so often. Like, are our, are our churches really places that um, broken people feel they can enter into, or do we miss that, you know, because yeah. of our own pride and arrogance and um, because of our own entitlement, I think we just we just miss that so often. And I, I just speak that from a place personally, not like mm. blaming others or blaming the church, but blaming myself as a part of the church is, um, yeah, I, it, it's really hard to see sometimes that when we get so hung up on these these moral issues that we miss seeing who people really are. And you just see that like Jesus with the woman at the well, right? Like, he didn't go in just attacking her exterior moral sin. Yeah. He got to the root of the heart of her brokenness instantly. And he saw that. And there's so much wisdom in that. Whereas with the Pharisees, mm. you know, like it's, that's yeah. not how he handles it. He, he cuts to the core of their pride and, um, and, and calls them on that, but does that so wisely. And there's just so much for me to learn from that. I just feel like I fail and the way that I do that, and as a part of the church, I think uh, our church maybe invites and is more welcoming to the Pharisee than it is wow. to the brokenhearted. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah, we got to look in the mirror <laughs> of his word. The mirror, I tell you what. I just wanted to speak to, and I don't know if you even want to use this, but um, I, I feel I misspoke a little bit earlier. Um just when we were talking about when I was, I was trying to sort through the pride and mm-hmm. shame thing, yeah, of, yeah. I, I just there there's also danger in that example. I I, I want to just make sure for those who are in abusive relationships or like in in a relationship that is that I mean, just that idea, too, of like, especially women who are being abused and verbally abused. It's also not your job. Don't stay in that relationship, you know, just it's so easy for us to use that as an excuse. Well, they're just broken and hurting and I can save. and I can save. Right. But no, you're even if there is always brokenness behind their pride and their sin, it's still not, it's still not us staying in those relationships and taking the heat of that sin. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's not wisdom either. And so I just, I didn't want to be <laughs> to misspeak yeah, to yeah. that. You know? And the thing is, is it's not, talked about as often and and we don't have to you know unravel more of that but there there are men who are in abusive relationships too and so um sometimes it can look a little differently or sometimes it looks exactly the same just being hurt by a woman and and it's so sad and especially when kids are involved Mm. and so yeah pride says it can come off with a caregiving kind of Label mask or layer or shell or something, but it's it's saying like, I I I can do this, and and it's almost I don't want to say martyr complex, Mm -hmm. but there's a point where it's like I I can take the hits, I can stand it, I I'll bounce back from it, right? Yeah, it kind of of is, right? Mm -hmm. It's a different angle, so I'm kind of verbally processing that thought, but that's just there's so many different forms. I I think that 
because the abuse sometimes looks different, mm-hmm. uh, we think it's more acceptable. Yeah. Um, we're like, Culture I think, I think, yeah, like I think sometimes, uh, let's say if a woman abuses a man psychologically and is constantly emasculating him, we 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 see we we laugh at that, or or if like if a woman hits hits a man, like we laugh at that as a culture, yeah. um, and it's like, hey, that's that's not acceptable. Or he probably deserved it. Right? Or he, he must said, he, oh he must have done something real stupid, and yeah. it's like no. No, no, no person, right, whether mm-hmm. man or woman, deserves to have a person putting their hands on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and feel free to walk away. Yep. Feel free to walk away from that person. Yep. Yeah. 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 And then, yeah, usually people will play like the victim, like, oh, are you really going to leave? Are you really going to leave? You're darn right I'm going to leave. I deserve better. Yeah. You know, like Jesus did not die on a cross for us to be beaten up. Mm-hmm. Jesus did not right. die on a cross for us right. just to be uh, treated like... Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. This, this is a saying in, in Puerto Rico a plate of a second table I don't think you can mm-hmm. translate that in English like, <laughs> um, it's like don't 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 let anybody treat you like something like, you, like you're not worth it like yeah. you're not special like you're yeah. not unique I think what you just said is huge though of what happens when we're in these situations we say I deserve better that's what culture tells us is I deserve yeah. better if we're talking about entitlement we don't actually deserve better yeah. if we're saying that all sin and we are all broken and equal but the reason what you said that we deserve yeah. better is because we are children of Jesus and we yes. are hidden with him that is why we do yeah. we do deserve better great yeah. Yeah. and, and yeah. there's greater purpose that. than being yeah. a, a punching bag or trying yeah. to be someone's oh savior goodness. and I think you're tying into just to speak to steer the ship a little this way is to bring it back to humility and what we're learning. But what is the true definition of humility and, and where do we skew that? Mm -hmm. What, what is humility? Mm Yeah. Yeah. Good I think think humility um, is not, is is having that low self esteem, but not low self esteem in the sense of like, um, worthless uh, of worthlessness, Mm -hmm. but more of just like of right perspective. In the sense of I, I know yeah. who God is and I know who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not above God. I, I need to submit to him. I need to reverence him. I need to respect his commands. I need to trust in them. Mm-hmm. So when I say low self-esteem, it's, it's not esteeming myself above God. We're fearfully, wonderfully made and that he delights in us. And I, I've had to hold on to that, that scripture, those two pieces there because, okay, he delights in me. That's profound for my yeah. self-esteem mm. 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 that's so and good he doesn't tolerate you I, I think you you said that he delights in you yes. two, two different things god yes. does not god is not out here tolerating me oh man i'm i'm, I'm upset alicia still exists mm. like, no he's, he's like i don't no, no parent says that even when their kids are or i can rule squirrely i can real bad mm. no no parent is just like like I, I, I wish you'd cease to exist and if, if they do think that's that, a great like horrible yeah. horrible parent but yeah. it's like yeah. um Parents love their kids even when they're acting squirrely. They they delight in them even when they're acting squirrely. Yeah, yeah I was thinking too. I think for me, one of the well, one thing yeah, Alexi's gonna peace out, but we want to just give him a warm goodbye. Thanks for joining. <laughs> He's got some things to attend to, so uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and, and Audrey will start with your thought when we come back. Sound good? All right. See ya. So we're back. Um, we had to say goodbye to a, a couple of our guests. They got some things to do. But um, Audrey, you had some really good points that you wanted to bring up as well right before we took our break. And what were you thinking? Well, I don't 
Um, yeah, I just think we were talking about that idea of sometimes we we confuse humility with being worthless. Mm-hmm. Um, and to an extent, I think that's okay. Like, to an extent, I think we are worthless without Jesus. And sometimes to come to that realization is humility. Um, and I think maybe instead of the word worthless, what that word really, I think the greatest freedom I discovered in life was my own insignificance and we get that as human beings we get that in creation when you when you go to the grand canyon and you look at the grand canyon you see the vastness of it or you look at the stars and how big they are you feel so insignificant but it's lovely it's beautiful it's a joyful insignificance it's not like compared to god's glory because that's what you're comparing it against right whereas like when we're comparing it to us needing to prove our own value and we feel worthless in that that's not comparing ourselves to being a part of God's kingdom and I think that's where God doesn't God doesn't need me for things to go perfectly there's such freedom in that there's such freedom in him not needing me but delighting in me and wanting to use inviting me. us yes, yeah inviting me into his church and into his plan and me being a part of the body, not me being in charge of it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> being, being having to be the savior, you know, that's we just confuse all those lines and, and there's great freedom in knowing the humility of our insignificance um, and the fear of the Lord and that it's we just we mess those words up mm-hmm. so many times. Um, but yeah, I just I've experienced great freedom in, in knowing the humility in that. That's so good. That's so good. Thank you for sharing that because that is good to share. And that's, yeah, that's so good. So, yeah. So hopefully this was um, a segment on, this was on pride and humility and, and how wisdom fits into that as well as um, a two-part episode with um, Alexi Torres and Audrey Statler and, and Rachel Hicks. Um, and so we just really encourage people to, to spend time in the Word consider the word the truth um it's not relative it's in the word and in seeking his presence and when and when you seek him not just for the gifts of his presence but just he alone is just is just so good and we can delight in him and he delights in us that that relationship and journey is so beautiful even as we're stumbling through pride in our sin and rebelliousness and all of that so we just encourage for listeners to just continue that journey and that there's his grace is sufficient for you in that journey Worshippers, this is your host, Leisha Cole, and there's just so much value in pursuing God's wisdom um, in His Word. So that's what we're going to do right now. Um, I'm going to be reading from the NIV translation, the New International Version. Um, And this actually is um, the Bible I have in my hands right now, is um, the first Bible I bought for myself um, after becoming a born again Christian in my college years. 
And um, it was a journey of my own. You know, I grew up in the church, but I, I really needed to be on this journey of, of, of pursuing truth and what is true, what is love and um, in biblical terms and just so much redemption that the Lord has done in my life since. And so I hold this Bible in my hand. So I'm thinking about that redemption and and all that he's taught me and all that all it also reminds me of so much more that I need to learn. Um, but that's a beautiful journey. Um, but if any of you are ever wondering, you know, what kind of Bible should I get or I need help studying scripture? This was a more expensive Bible, but um, it's the NIV Life Application study bible and the study bible um what it does is it it actually makes a really big bible for you to (laughs) carry around but there's tons of notes and commentary um that refer to certain scriptures because i know especially if i'm reading old testament or proverbs i need clarification on what some of these things mean and and i need understanding of of the cultural aspects and um of certain words um so that's the beauty of, of getting a study Bible. This is also a life application Bible, which which takes it even further, um, which means there's there's um, extra like graphs and charts. And I'm a visual person, so that's important to me and and maps. And um, but more importantly, questions that require reflection and seeking the Lord Um questions that are applicable to your life um, that you need to answer. And so in this series, Living Like Christ, um, right now we're, we're pursuing wisdom, pride, and humility, and, and what does that look like? Um, so I'm going to be reading um, out of Proverbs for a moment, and um, let's pursue that together. So I'm going to read a brief passage out of Proverbs 6 and um, 16 through 19. And the NIV says, There are six things that the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to rush into evil, a false witness who pours out lies, and a person who stirs up conflict. In the community. With that, I want to also pursue. My attention was just brought um, to Proverbs um, 18 and exploring um, actually 11, 13, 15, 16, 18. In 29, those chapters in Proverbs, um, in the study Bible, they um, offer some some wonderful little charts and graphs. And so I kind of just wanted to briefly speak to some of that um, in case you want to explore more scripture. So um, humility and pride. So the results of pride lead to disgrace. The results of pride produces quarrels. The results of pride leads to punishment, it leads to destruction, it ends in downfall, and it brings one low. On the other hand, the results of humility is, you know, they are that you you learn wisdom, and it leads to wisdom. A result of humility is someone who takes advice, someone who leads to honor, um, learns, you know, to, to honor others, but also 
humility in and of itself self leads to honor. Um, it ends in honor and it brings honor. And so if you're interested in, in exploring that more, check out um, chapters 11, verse 2. This is Proverbs. Proverbs 13, 10. Proverbs 15, 33. Proverbs 16, 5. Proverbs 16, 18. Proverbs 18, 12. And lastly, Proverbs 29, 23. So Proverbs is direct and forceful in rejecting pride. The proud attitude heads the list of seven things God hates that we read in chapter 6, um, 16 through 19. The harmful results of pride are constantly contrasted with humility and its benefits. And so those are the notes in this NIV Life Application Study Bible. And so that's just something to chew on. There's always refinement that needs to happen. Um, and again, humility isn't thinking that you're less than, um, that you're less, that you're worthless, but humility is thinking of yourself less. And what we're talking about is the position um, and posture of our hearts and the position of God and his authority over us. And that it's wise that we submit to him. His ways are good and they're also better. So um, yeah, just be blessed with that scripture. Um, we encourage you to explore that more in, in the translation that you prefer and um, that you're working through right now. And um, try try it out in the NLT translation or the ESV. Um, heck, you know, explored in King James Version, you know. Um, it's okay to compare these scriptures in different translations. It can be really... Hey, worshipers, I hope that episode was insightful. I know we took a bit of extra time to go through scripture, but I think it's really helpful and it's necessary um, to use scripture as our true north, not just what we say our conscience says, what our friends say, um, when we seek counsel from other people or advice um, or go to these other sources. Just make sure we get in the word and just meditate on that a bit. And um, I just pray that these words just enrich your lives and your walk with Christ. Until next time.